Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? In the studio today with the three amigos. Got Joshua and Trenton here. Hey, this is me, uh, Jesse, uh, Josh. After a 30-minute nap, I'm ready to get it. You say Jazzy Josh? Yeah. I did. I don't, oh, yeah. I, I don't it's even know. It's like you know. just walked up to a turntable or something. Exactly. Are we just doing alliteration? I want to play. Look at me. I'm, I'm trailer trash Trent. Straight up. <laughs> now, I'm just so excited to be in the studio today with you guys. It's been forever. Man, it it's seems been a while. Like. Yeah. Forever. Mm. For the terrific trio. Forever and ever. Back in mm. action. Now it's kind of like the Batman. Yeah, thing, now so we're going to get. I was trying to go there. Now we're going to get copyrighted. You're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that good to get copyrighted. <laughs> you can tell know. I was I was just voicing that one. I'm I'm of a positive perspective. So oh, okay. Well, well, if anybody yells about positive, it, you know John. what? You just start. You just start back at him. You're being too loud. Too loud. What the 1983? too funny well today we want to get into the word today we're going to be in acts chapter 3 i'm going to read from verse 1 to 10 and we're going to break it down via scripture so here in this is a familiar passage of scripture this is where peter and john go to the gate uh called beautiful i want to read it and then put some context into it and then we're going to uh i guess do some commentary on it you know and break Mm -hmm. it down unpack it unpack it very good use Mm -hmm. of Words. Good job, Josh. That's because you took the power nap. That's why you got... You're all fresh with words right now. Dude, I feel great. Good. I'm glad you feel great. (laughs) So here in verse 1, it says... Now, in Acts chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask for alms, from those who entered the temple, who, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. Verse 4, And fixing his eyes on him, when John and Peter said, Look at us. So he gave him his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he leaped up, stood and walked, and entered into the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who had been sitting begging for alms at the beautiful gate at the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had just happened to him. So, um, real quick, you know, this guy is sitting out out in front of the gate, right? And mm-hmm. then he sees uh, Peter and John, and I'm, uh, you know, it always gets me to think how many people for how many years walked past this guy, mm-hmm. knowing him, yep, like they knew him. Like, it wasn't like, oh, they just paid some dude, and he just got up, and he just, you know, walked around. It was like, oh, look, a miracle. It's like, no, this, this, they knew who he was because from his mother's womb, they placed him there to gather the alms, and he was outside 
of the temple. So every time they would go to the temple, they would see this guy there begging. And uh, it's very interesting uh, passage of Scripture. And we see, you know, Peter and John coming and bringing ministry to him. And uh, it reminds me, too, this pa- uh, the story where they say, Silver and gold have I not, but what I do have, rise and walk. Um, in the, I think it was the 6th century, um, there was a bishop, and they had received a giant offering that came in, all this gold and silver that got poured in uh, into the church. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the the helpers to this bishop said, hey, isn't this great, Bishop, that now we have all of this gold and silver, now we will never have to say silver and gold have I not. And he said, but will we still have the integrity to say what I have, rise up and walk? And, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of goes to that whole notion of not only just what they did in the story, but also the implications that it has to us in our lives, like wanting to be God's ambassadors uh, to be his hands and his feet, what does that look like today? Well, you know, I think uh, the story is talks, talking about complacency, right? Mm-hmm. How many of those people were like, God, just give me an assignment Why they're walking past this dude every day praying at the church? Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Just go, doing their duty. Just doing their duty. Be like, they're God, like, I'm going you, to the temple, yeah. doing my thing. Going, yeah. There's this lame guy. Yeah. Always well, asking for money. It's I'll almost like it it's almost like that uh, he became a fixture of some sort. Yeah. You know, someone's like, where's the temple? Oh, you uh, go you to where you that see that guy. guy that's a cripple, and you make a left. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Josh I, is like, he's a part of the directions. Yeah. <laughs> To tell you how yeah. to get to Hey, man, point. if y'all ever been in the no, South, know. you know yep. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's hey, just... Hey, just make it right where the old oak tree used to be. Used to be, yeah. yeah I get that. Yeah. yeah. You seen that barn that was burnt down? No, it was burnt down. Yeah, that's it's why burnt I don't down. see it no that's more. That's why, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just like the complacency. I can see that. And that's an yeah, everyday That's mm-hmm. an everyday life. Mm-hmm. I can see the complacency. I mean, you can tell how long yeah. that guy's been there because they said look at us and like he they had to get his attention so that guy has probably been like defeated dejected yeah. rejected yep. his whole life and he's just he doesn't even have it in to look at you anymore he yeah. probably had his face down with a cup up yeah you know what right. i mean like so when we put ourselves in the situation with uh you know what this man was going through with his emotions with you know the rejection i mean think about all of the people that walked past him in the temple and they, you know, that they didn't give or they didn't do nothing. They didn't even offer to pray for him. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I mean, yep. and the priest during that time, they believed in healing. They believed praying for the sick. Um, but just so, not for that guy. Yeah, just not for that guy. Like, you know, that yeah. that's like the pool of Bethesda. Oh, everybody else gets it, but not him. Well, you remember that news story when it came out, that pastor actually dressed up as a homeless guy when he took over the church and yeah. he sat outside in front of the church as the homeless guy. And like mm. his church congregation ignored him, yeah. And so then he uh, went inside the church, and they introduced him, and he ever the congregation was like, "Uh oh, yeah." And be like, "Oh no, our new pastor is the dude is that we all just kind of snuffed as we went in." But that was it. That was a heart check, and that was I, a reality check. I wonder how the rest of the service went. I bet you it was groundbreaking. And, no, <laughs> I well, think it was like, a bit awkward. I, well, anytime you do any type of self reflection. Yeah. It's awkward. Right. Like, it, you just reading this story, I'm like, how many times have I walked by somebody? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because right. it's just, quote, unquote, the fixture. Yeah. You know what or I mean? they're doing, they're just doing their, um, their normal thing. Right? Their routine. Like, he's a part of their routine now. Uh, oh, and we'll see him, and we'll go past him, and 
it'll it's that's our day, you know, is seeing the guy that's lame. And how many of them looked at him and said, "Well, I'm glad I'm not him." I mm. mean, I have things to be thankful for from the Lord because I'm I can walk. I'm not lame. Absolutely. You, you know, know what? It kind of reminds me of uh, when they asked Jesus about the blind man. They were like, whose fault yeah. is, it? Mm-hmm. is it? Is it his sin and all that? I bet that went through their mind yeah. when they were looking at that guy. Oh, judging sin, him. Sin of the it's like, oh, his yeah. mom and dad, they must have been in sin. That's why he was born with jacked up ankles and can't support himself. And then this is after the fact, so they probably were like remembering on that, and they're like, no, this man's not stooped in sin. He needs to be set free. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just a whole perspective changed. Mm, absolutely. You know what? I want to do something that's quite unorthodox right now. Mm-hmm. Lord, I repent for if I was ever complacent. Yeah. That No, I'm serious. Yeah. It's real. That's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we listen, we, we do this for day-to-day application. Yep. And so uh, I'm doing a heart check right now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if I ever was complacent, Lord, I repent. Yeah. Because they're people, too. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. He was just crippled. Yeah. Asking for money. It was the situation that he was placed in, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And and what, I, would, what would you do if that was placed on you? Wouldn't you be doing the exact same thing? I mean, that's what their culture was doing. So it's like, you know, at, at some degree, you gotta you have to sit there and have the heart and the mind of, of Christ to look at that situation and say, you know what? I see something in the middle of this. Like, J- John and Peter looked mm. at this situation, and they were going to pass him. And that was it was culturally acceptable for him to be there. That was a designated spot for uh, asking for alms, mm-hmm. right? Because you couldn't just go throughout the city asking for alms. That that was unorthodox. You, you legit got a place where you were asking for. That was yeah. a designated spot in the city. Exactly, because there's some people that don't want them in their neighborhood right. or down their street yeah. where the shop owners are. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. they're like, we'll let you go in front of the temple here at the gate, and you can ask for money. And that was his job. That was what he did all day. He couldn't do anything else. And just people walking past him, you know? Who knows what they had said. Years of being told, you you bum. You blame, mm-hmm. yeah. God hates you. There's always, Who knows? There's I mean, always, we don't know. There's don't always know the, the few, though, that do that. Yeah. Always. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know somebody's going to kick him while he's down. That's that's human nature, right? And it don't matter that they're going in the temple. I mean, that doesn't, ma- that doesn't matter at all. You know how many people went in the temple and they were still wicked? Mm-hmm. They were still dirty? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'd like to know the conversation that led up this between Peter and John. Be like, you know what we're doing? We're changing the atmosphere right now. We're yep. going to change this yeah. right here. Well, what I loved about it is in in the Scripture, it doesn't say that they lifted up or praised Peter or John. They praised God. Mm-hmm. And that is key, right? One, the guy was there willing to receive. He looked at them to receive something, right? He thought maybe alms, but then Peter says, nope, I'm not giving you that. I'm What I am giving you, you couldn't even pay for it. Do you know it, what? No money could pay for that. You know what? That it just uh, come to my mind. You know what they gave him before the miracle? They introduced hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, like, Go they wanted to see him rise and walk. They wanted to see him as another person. Hmm. Yeah. Look at us. They you did know? give him hope because yeah. it says he looked at them expectantly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a different scenario. How many people passed? 
that he didn't even look at. Hmm. I think you're right, Josh. I think his head was down, and he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, this is my this is my plate. These are the cards I've been given. You know, this so is my say, life this now. This is it. This is what it is. Yeah. How many times have we been in that situation? It was a, such a small matter. Well, yeah. Such a heart check. Yeah. You yeah. know, what comes to my mind is two different scriptures right now. One's from Proverbs. One from James. Mm-hmm. Proverbs is saying. Don't tell someone, I'll give you something tomorrow when the money's right there in your pocket today. Yeah. And then James is saying, don't simply say, I'm just going to pray for you, brother, and then walk away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're able to help him, actually do it. Yeah. Hey, do Step it right then. Yeah, yeah, right then. Like, if you have money, prayer, what it is, is in the moment, mm-hmm. not tomorrow, Yeah. not the week after, because we're human beings and we forget because we get wrapped up back into our own routine again. Yeah. And I don't think Peter and John, like I've heard people preach on this too, and they would say, well, Peter and John were broke and they didn't have anything. I was like, when you read that in the translation, it doesn't mean that they were broke and didn't have nothing. It meant that they weren't going to give him the money. That's how right? I took they it. They weren't going to give yep. him the silver and the gold. It's like silver and gold have I not to give you, but what I do have is priceless, and I'm going to give that to you because I love you and I value you and I see you as another person. Well, I think like, the get up. I think and he the, grabs him. Yeah, I think you the know pulse, that human contact. Yeah, I think the pulse break is wrong. Yeah. Cuz it's always like silver and gold I have not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like no, no. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like no, Peter and uh Peter, I don't know why I keep wanting to mix these names up, but Peter and John, I think I think you're right, Caleb. I don't think yeah. that they were broke, busted, and disgusted. No. They had to be some men of influence because he looked at them when he started speaking. Like, well, who are you? Yeah. Well, let's say they did have money. That puts it into a whole new perspective, too, because are you going to rely on that, or are you still going to rely on what God can do and not you? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they could have gave him money to fill his need for that day. Mm-hmm. However, what they had in them was something that was supernatural that he could use for a lifetime. Well, see, here's the, here's another thing, too, is, is that we value things. We value monetary things. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But the, if if they would have gave him money, it wouldn't have changed his life one nope. bit. He would have still been crippled. He would have still been crippled. Yep. Yeah. I, think, I think we talked about this last night, Josh, just a little bit. It's like it doesn't have to be money. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what do you have? What can you do? Yeah. Do that. You know what? Thanks, Trent, for bringing that up. It reminds me of this thing I've seen, and it says people, when they say they're blessed, always talk about some type of financial gain, but it's much more than that. Yeah. It is much more than that. It, when, you, when, you, when you use the term blessed, you, you're meaning inward, outward, surrounding. Yeah. Pressed mm-hmm. down, shaken together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's it's your family's good. Yeah, you're good. You're not worried. How much money could you put on that? Like I, I'm thinking about, hey, y- if you're in health and you can walk, mm-hmm. how much money would you put on that? Hey, you're still able to walk, mm-hmm. or something happened to you? Like I, I mean, I know I'm not just some crazy oddity, and that you know, <laughs> bad things have happened to people that are listening to this podcast too. The car wrecks, whatever mm-hmm. have you, little yep. accidents, and it's like I should have died there. And I know if you're a believer in the body of Christ that Satan has an assignment on your life. He's trying to kill you. You have things to be thankful of that God has kept you and that your family mm-hmm. is you still have you ha- you still have this day. Well, my thing is this. If money was if money was it, right? Yeah. There would be no rich folk that would be poor or like uh depressed. Right. Wanting to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. 
And that's you, the thing. That's, Out there in Hollywood, I'll tell you what, I've met some people that they were so broke, all they had was money. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Yeah. And wow. uh, there's yeah. a guy I knew. Broken he had a, people. Dude, <laughs> all the pieces. He had a mansion, all the money, empty. Yeah. Can you imagine the echo and just having to hear yeah. yourself? And like, it's like, hey, good thing you got all this space for all that depression and all that brokenness and all that hurt and all that pain. It's like it don't fix nothing. But so, what do you have? Yeah. What do you have? Exactly. That that should be a shirt, Trent. So broke, all he had was money. That that in itself would <laughs> yeah. twist minds of people. Yep. That's true. Well, it twisted my mind when yep. God revealed that to me out there in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and I mean, that's a, that's a perspective change, right? And we've talked about this before. Like, yep. dude, how you see and perceive a thing is significant to how you respond in a matter, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if I see a storm or an adversity, and I sit there and I say, well, this is it, doom and gloom, I'm going to worry about it and have stress about it and anxiety about yep. it. Yep. Like, Go I'm ahead. not where I need to be with God, right? But mm-hmm. if I look at it and I change my perspective and I'm like, hold up, trials, persecution, tribulations, God already told me these things were going to come. So what do I need to do? I need to press in. I need to rely on him. That's what faith is. Yeah. Faith in the middle of a thing, not because you got through it. That's an after the fact. You can't have faith after the fact. You, faith is in the middle of it. I don't know. You know what hear, I mean? To hear some stories, you'd think they had faith all the way through it, but then afterwards you're like, no, you were crying. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you, like you were snot bubbling. Yeah. I saw it, like a 10-inch snot bubble. Like. Yeah. <laughs> like if it wasn't for your woman back there who was meek and humble and telling you just to Weather it. Just, you can weather it. Weather yeah. You know what I mean? You'll but when you this. tell the story, you're all boastful and, yeah. bra- and braggadocious about it. I don't yeah. even know if braggadocious is a you're word. Like, there I was. <laughs> exactly. The bro. man of God for the hour. Yeah, and your <laughs> and woman's like, back there rolling her really, eyes and yeah. shaking her head like, no, that wasn't how that I recall it. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never known a ninja turtle like that, though. <laughs> yeah. Braggadocious, bro. Braggadocious. Is that, is that a... Wanting some pizza. It's got to be a Ninja Turtle thing. Pizza pie. Well, then... Cowbunga. I, I'm a good company. <laughs> Whatever. No, but you but you see what I'm saying? I, and you're right, Caleb. You cannot have faith after yeah. the fact, no matter how right. you tell the story. Right, and the development of your maturity and your level of relationship with Christ is dependent of what you do in the, in the middle of the storm. So it's like, yeah, though nobody wants the storm to come, the storm is vital for your growth. It is it's absolutely vital for it's your growth. You. Yeah. And can I tell you... Uh, I want to share a story with you without, it's hard to tell it without like, because it, it was my story and I don't want to like, you know, oh, look at me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's, but this is what God called me to do when I left Illinois to go to Florida and to go help this guy. I had nothing. Yeah. I wasn't able to give that guy anything. Mm-hmm. And literally that scripture came to my mind when I went up to him because the Holy Spirit prompted me to go up to him. And mm-hmm. I was like, how can I help him? Yeah. I can't even help myself. Yeah, but you had something in you. <laughs> but that's exactly yeah. what came to my mind when I went up to him, and I was like, you know what? I don't have money to give you, but what I do have is much better. Yes. And can I pray for you? Yeah. Kind of like uh, what you were talking about the other night, Josh, where yeah. you were like, usually I just want to give money or whatever, but uh, Spirit told me to pray for the guy, and I was like, okay. You know what? I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll share it on the podcast. No yeah. kidding. Uh, so there was a guy at my work, right? Uh, he was a custodian, talked to this guy all the time, no problem. Uh, and, uh, God told me 
to pray for him because he said he was he just woke up in a in a in a funk and don't know why. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And uh, God was like, go pray for him. And I'm like, mm, can I give him money? Because I can give money. I've yeah. done it all all the time. I yeah. money's not an issue. Yeah. Not that I'm I got it like that. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying <laughs> is like it does. I've. We come it from doesn't a fa- have you. We it's come from a family of <laughs> yeah, givers. You're right. But yeah. praying for somebody in the workspace yeah. is a lot different. Now I'm thinking over all the scenarios. What if he doesn't accept it? What yeah. if he files the complaint? What if he goes to HR on me? <laughs> but you know, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I pray for him, and he says he feels better. And this guy is, uh, he's a beast of a man. Mm-hmm. And, and I hugged him because that's just me. I'm a hugger. Okay, and, and I could never tell. Yeah, well, I am a hugger. And I, I I brought him in, and he accepted it. You know how you could tell when some yeah. people accept a hug, you know. And he's like, "Thank you for that." And I thought that that was the end of that story. So today, I see this man. Mm-hmm. Right, he tells me his grandbaby, uh, who's just born a couple weeks ago, starting having hiccups, and he so he took his. Uh, he took his grandbaby and his son out uh, to a restaurant, and uh, the baby was just hiccuping, and you could tell he was in pain. Yeah. And he said, I thought about the prayer, and so I prayed for him, and I nice. said, Jesus, take away the hiccups. And he said it was instantaneous. Come it was, on. He said it was so instantaneous awesome. that it had to be God. And he yeah. said his son asked him what, what happened. He said, well, boy, I prayed, I prayed for Jesus to go ahead and take that away, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Boom. And I thought, I wonder if it was because of the prayer that yeah. I gave him on Friday. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to think so. Yeah. And that's why God yeah. was like, no, don't give him money. Give yeah. him this, because that's he said, what he needs. Now you, you're, about to, you're about to set a spark that creates mm. a flame that gets kindled and becomes an inferno. Yeah. And that's how it snowball effects. You might never even see... The full line of that through through uh, your lifetime, Josh. Because what happens now? Mm. Well, what happens to his son? What happens to his grandson? Yeah. What happens to that moment? That moment in time was a testimony of God's goodness. Yeah, that man in that family's life. That man told me he's been thinking about that and yep. good thoughts all day. Yeah, he said that just tickles me pink. Yeah, and and I'm like, <laughs> well, good, good. Yeah, but you know. I was sitting there arguing with God, like, God, you know I got 20 in my wallet. Yeah, I'd be like, I, you know. I you know this is seed money. You know how we do, Caleb. Mm-hmm. We, always get, we always have cash on us for seed money. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know what this is for, but this is why I carry it. Because I will give it away. Yeah. That's, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I have 20 in my, my wallet right here. Like, you sure? He's like, no, I need you to pray for him. Because, and God didn't even tell you. Uh, because he's going to sit down and he's going to no, pray for his grandson. Didn't tell me See, that would, that would be too much for you. Oh yeah, moment, and you'd be trying to reconcile it and be like, "What? That don't even make sense. That then, ain't going to happen." You know, I would. You know, you'd have talked yourself out of it. You know, I'd have got nervous because I'd be like, "God, if this is gonna, if this is gonna have a ripple effect, yeah, you got to give me exact words." And I'd be yeah. like, do, opening up the thesaurus, <laughs> be like, "Well, is he, does he know this word? Yeah, is this too big of a word? Is this too big? Of a, you, Should I you not know use what that I mean? Word? I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, you're like, I'm wanting to do this perfect, God, and he's like, it's not. He's like, I don't want you to be like that. I want you to be an authentic you mm-hmm. and send it. And he gave you a word. He told you to go. You did it. You mm-hmm. were obedient. Through your obedience, rippled into other obedience like, that he stepped just out. Just like into. Peter and John. <laughs> yep. My gold and silver, I have. Have I not? Yep. To give. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and but that, I got something in me. But I got something in me. And it's from God. And it's from and God. it's flowing yeah. through me to yeah. you. 
and what's going to go on with that. And I want to know the testimony. This is what I want to know when I get to heaven, right? Is what happened to that lame man? Like, I want to know the rest of his life story. <laughs> you know, he got married. You know, things happened. Like, mm-hmm. he served God. Like, he was, you know, I, it's got to be something. And who did he meet? Who did he, who did he meet? And who did he tell his story to? And what did he do for them? And he's yeah. like, probably doing the same thing. He's like, I can give you this. Yeah. He probably and, was at that gate and, every day. Mm-hmm. Like, is there someone else that took my spot? Yeah. Well, you know, every time people wow. saw yeah. him, every time people saw him, they would have been like, hey, that guy, he used to be crippled and sit out in front of the temple, you know? And so everyone knew him. So he was a walking yeah. testimony, just like Lazarus, right? Mm-hmm. Every time they saw Lazarus up and walking, they're like, he was a dead man. He, he's he's not dead now, right? Exactly. Hey, he was a lame man. Guess what? He's not lame now. He's praising God. Man, I wonder, that's cool. I wonder if Lazarus just hanging out. And, you know, it's a real hot day, and everybody's got flies on them, and he ain't got no flies on them. And they're like, how do you got that? How, how'd that, how'd that? Well, you have to die. <laughs> He's like, and you got to die, die once. <laughs> That's not scripture, so nobody, nobody quote, unquote, just, crucify me. I'm just die, saying, like, you just got to die like, and come no, back. To get no flies. Yeah, flies don't want you after that. <laughs> oh, great. They're going to make a new movie, Lord <laughs> yep. of the Flies 2. Lord of the Flies. Oh, Here they no, go. Lazarus <laughs> edition. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, there's a Lord of the Flies 2. No. Nope, <laughs> nope. Oh. No. You go, do not rent that. <laughs> Is there really already a two? Yes, I believe so. I'm right. like 98% positive. Oh, anyways. <laughs> well, we pray that this episode has encouraged you. It has uplifted you. Um, in practical applications, man, we, me and Josh and Trenton, we all just want to encourage you guys to be obedient to the things that God is calling you into. Uh, when the Lord uh, tells you to go and to minister to somebody, whatever that looks like, uh, ask the Lord specifics, right? Like Josh did, you know, hey, I got this money. And the Lord was like, nope, I don't want you to do that. Being obedient in those little things make a big difference in the moment. And you never know mm-hmm. what that one act is going to do in ripple effect. Absolutely. Yeah. So we love all of you guys. Have a phenomenal day. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www dot Caleb Perkins Ministries dot com.